my holidays were kind of spread out. And so it was easier to stay out of work mode because I was more in holiday mode, which I enjoyed it because I, I needed it. Hey, you want to shut down for the rest of the year? You go ahead and do that because I'm going to get my next year underway and moving forward and making progress yeah. while you're still figuring out how much turkey you ate. I just wanted to see how your day was and that was it. That was the quickest podcast of all time. I barely even said anything. <laughs> This is Rhea. And this is Just the Who of Us, where we talk about a range of topics, including life events, current events, spirituality, entertainment, family relationships, as well as answering listener questions and more. I think it was a short I saw on YouTube and you were talking about goals, maintaining goals. Um, I haven't done a New Year's resolution and I can't even tell you how long. Um, I have certain goals I want to reach by the time I turn 40. So I've got about a about a year and a half, a little over a year and a half left. And those are the goals that I'm working on last year, this year, next year. I I just, I feel like most people who are probably around our ages, setting resolutions is just kind of like a setup for failure because no one keeps them for more than a couple of days. <laughs> No, it's, I mean, statistics show it, you know, it's like 85% are done with their New Year's resolution within two weeks. Yeah. And greater than 95% are done within like the first six weeks. And it's, it's, people do it because they feel, you know, there's, well, you know, I'm going to write it down and all, this is going to be my year. And it's like, no, it's not. Cause like you, you haven't put the work in, you haven't, it's like, it's like anything, right? Like, you know, people, people, people always think, well, I'll just go be a realtor. It's easy. I'll put a sign in the front door in the front yard and I'll sell the house. Yeah. They don't realize that the 10 to 15 hours worth of work that goes in prior to ever putting that sign in the ground. And it's the same thing with goals. Like you got to put yourself in the right position way ahead of writing anything down for, for the year or whatever. And I'm the same as you. I haven't written down a resolution in more than five years. And it's because like, I've kind of chosen, like I have life goals. Like I know where I want to be when I'm, you know, 90 and I'm 48 right now. So it's like, man, I got like 42 years at least yeah. left and there's still a lot that I want to get done, but the work that I'm putting in now in terms of, you know, the work and, and self-improvement and just making progress in life, it all builds so that I can have, you know, and be where I want. Um, right. You know, it's it's the the whole thing like everyone sets resolutions for three reasons right health wealth relationships and yeah. the people that the the people that set up like their health goal and the first thing out of their mouth is i want to lose x amount of weight i'm like you're going to fail like immediately you're yeah. going to fail because yeah. it's not sustainable and, right. and Instead of saying you want to lose a certain amount of weight, just say, I just want to get fit. I want to be active and get fit because that lasts you a lifetime. Yeah. And it, it avoids that, you know, I've got 12 months to lose 15 pounds. 
and then you have two bad days and you have one good, then one bad, and then one good, and then three bad. And all of a sudden you're on this roller coaster. And finally, that's why people are like, ah, forget it. Next year I'll do it. Whereas yeah. if just like, I just want to be active and get fit. It takes all those ups and downs and it just smooths them out. And right. it's just every day. What are you doing to get 1% better every single day? Well, and we we set these goals kind of like emotionally in, in the moment too, you know, like, mm-hmm. okay, well, it, it's New Year's or it's almost New Year's. I got to gotta make this promise to myself and it's an emotional promise because a lot of times, most of the time when we say things like, I want to be skinny, I want to lose weight, I want to blah, 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 and it's not specific goals, it's an emotional decision we're making, right? Because my goal, one of my goals to to by the time I turn 40 is to be in my peak fitness and, yeah. to, and to be at my optimum wellness. And that's not a number. That's not losing a certain amount of pounds. That's not a certain amount of days. That's not, I want to be at, at optimal wellness. And I, you know, I think partly because I know and see a lot of people who are in their 50s and 60s and because of not taking care of themselves, and this is no judgment to anybody, but we know that it's the truth. Because of not taking care of themselves in their 30s, 40s, you reach 50, 60, and it's kind of like it feels impossible. I don't want to be there. Right. So, you know, it, and it, it's, you know, making goals about mental health, physical wellness, you, your financial health, and I'm a a super big fan of the wellness wheel because it's all encompassing of the things that are most important. And it's, it's important that they all work together. Right. Mm -hmm. So if my mental health isn't in a good place, my financial health probably isn't either, or my physical health isn't either, you know, it it all, there's all these components that kind of work together. So 100% agree. It's never just as simple as, I want to lose this amount of weight in this amount of days because you're not focusing on the big picture. Right. No. And I I love hearing you say like your goal is to be at your optimal fitness because that's the perfect way to look at it. Yeah. Like you said, it's not, it's not a, it's not a number of pounds. It's not a size. It's not a dress that's in your closet. That's like, I'm going to get into that. I've thrown that stuff away. (laughs) It's just like you want to reach your optimal fitness. And that's a perfect way of going about it because that way, every single day, you're making progress. Right, right. It's the days where, like, you, you don't necessarily get a workout in or whatever. There's a reason you didn't. And if you take that day and examine what happened that prevented me from prioritizing this, make a plan for the next time it happens, that's progress. Right, right. And the, and the same thing, the cool thing about the wellness wheel and something that I've learned that is, it, it's it's one of the most powerful, just coolest things about it. Like you take those three categories, right? Health, wealth, and relationships. And, you know, people are like, well, I want to focus on all three. It's like, well, let's focus on one. Right. Let's let's just take take our attention, take our priority and focus it. Don't 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 shoot a shotgun and hit everything. <laughs> be, be a sniper and aim at one target. 
Yeah. But the coolest thing about just humans being humans is when you do that and you start to make progress and you start to actually see changes in yourself, your energy levels go up, your confidence goes up, you're just your sense of well-being goes up. And yeah. the next thing you know, you turn around and those other aspects of your life, your financial, your career, your relationships, they're coming with and you haven't focused on them. It's just they're like, I'm keeping up. Right. It's so, right. It's so cool to watch because, you know, someone will be like, I thought I was getting into like a, a fitness thing with you, Todd. And all of a sudden it's like my wife and I, our relationship is like a thousand times better. and I haven't even done anything with it. I'm like, and that's exactly what you're talking about. You know, it's like yeah. that wellness will. It's like you can impact the entirety of your life. By focusing your attention on one thing and making true progress and just watch what happens. It's so, yeah. it's so rewarding and so cool to, to for, like as a coach, when people get it and they have that, like that realization of like, holy God, like I was focused on one thing. My life is better. Yeah. It's like, yes, it is. Right. 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 I've, I've never had a therapist say, this is the one thing you need to change and ever in 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 life and like nothing else. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. There's a starting point, but there's always gonna be kind of a ripple effect. There's oh, yeah. there's one thing to to start your focus on. But most of the time, especially when it comes to finances, our physical health and our emotional health there's never just kind of one individual thing that needs to change and everything else stay the same. Right. Because yeah. when that one thing, you know, you're, when you feel better about yourself, your social life usually improves because you feel more confident around people. You feel safer around people. You know, if it's a, a confidence issue and I know someone who's been sexually assaulted they are very, very socially anxious. Um, but the more that they work with someone who can kind of teach them how to cater to all aspects of their life by focusing on this goal, you, you start to kind of see them flourish and, mm -hmm. and feel. And, and, and I've experienced it myself, too. I, you know, I used to have the, the trust no one and, and, you know, that that mindset because of something that happened in the past. And you start to, I started to work through certain things and I realized that I can allow myself to feel safer around the people who deserve my, you know, me to uh, allow myself to feel that way. Um, yeah, so, I mean, that, that, that feeling of high energy and confidence, you can, I mean, ride that wave as long and as high and as far as you possibly can. Yeah. Because, it's amazing what happens when you're in operating in that environment, the opportunities that just show up. Right. And it's because right. you go from seeking things out to you're an attractor where people will seek you out. And yeah. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what type of it it is. I mean, if it's, you know, a, a job or if it's income or if it's, you know, you're single or whatever, yeah. By by having the high energy and the confidence, like it's it's amazing what happens. And you and yeah. all of a sudden things are showing up and you're just like, I don't know how I got into this, 
but I'm here. So let's yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, uh, there's times, you know, when I, when I'm in a good place, I'll go out and people just kind of gravitate and, and I didn't really notice it. Uh, I think my husband may have pointed out like, or, and my kids are too, like people just like to talk to you. Like you can find anyone anywhere to have a conversation with. (laughs) And a lot of times it's not even me starting the conversation, but it's just the energy that you bring into the room. You know, when, when you're confident, when you're feeling, feeling well, because, our confidence doesn't always have to derive from our weight or, you know, our, our appearance, so to say. Your confidence can derive from you accomplishing your goals, you taking a shower, you being physically active, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's, you know, I mean, life is, you know, everyone, everyone wants that huge win, right? That, yeah. you know that that all that just life altering life changing like that win and until they get there they're just like focused but there's so many different there's these little micro wins that happen all along the way and i tell people all the time like hey if if you did something that you set out to you accomplished it that's a win celebrate i'm not saying you throw i'm not saying you throw yourself a cake party every time but (laughs) Like celebrate those wins, you know, take a second and be like, you know what? I did cross that off because people deal with self-confidence issues and negative self-talk and stuff like that. And that is the easiest way to start to build yourself back up is just celebrate those small little wins, Yes, you know, and just be like, you know what? I had a good day. Like there was 11 times today where I took two seconds and was like, Hey, good job. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a great day. Yeah. And it it builds on itself. Yeah. So I I know that the last time we talked and for those who may not have seen that or heard that episode, um, your journey as a coach kind of came from as most of us, right. A life experience you had and, Mm -hmm. Um, this life experience led you to, hey, you know what? I want to try to encourage other people who are kind of stuck in the same thing to have this experience and to to start reaching their goals too. Um, just for, you know, just for the listeners who may not have heard that, just give me kind of like a, a quick recap of that and what led you into coaching. Yeah. So it was, God, I can't remember, four or five years ago or whatever. And Woke up, looked in the mirror on January, and I was like, wow, that does not look good. So I'm like, that was my last New Year's resolution. So about five years ago, I was like, that's okay. I'm going to lose weight. Lasted three days because day four it was snowing. And instead of um, what happens to most people, they're just like, that's not my year. I'll wait till next year. Yeah. Like I started to really dig into like not what my goal was, but why it was my goal and who it was important to, what my purpose was. And by, by doing that, I transitioned out of motivation, which is external and can be fleeting to inspiration, which is that fire that burns in all of us. And for me, it was my kids. And it boiled down to a very simple thing. I did not want to be the dad who had to sit on the sidelines or when they wanted to go, camping or boating or hiking, I would just give them money and be like, go have fun. Like I wanted to be the dad where they'd come home and say, Hey, 
we want to go camping. And I'm like, good, load up the truck. Let's go. Like that's, and so that became like what drove me. So through that, I just started walking. That's it. All I did was I adjusted my diet very small, no carbs, no added sugars. And then September of that year was I stopped drinking over the course of 12 months. I ended up losing a hundred pounds and, and all I did was walk. I didn't, yeah. I, you know, it's not like I was sitting here like, Oh, I did this hit workout or, you know, this hot sauna, cold bath thing or no, no I just walked. And it was it, the, the coolest thing about it was like you were talking about, like you started attracting people. Well, you, you start going on these walks around your neighborhood and around your area. People see you. Yeah. And, and they start to come up and just all of a sudden you get into conversations and get to meet people with like random people that you never would have had any dealings with. And you yep. meet most amazing people. Yep. It's, I, I mean, I have relationships now that like I still see them out and I'm like, you know, hey, Ted, how's Judy? I know she was in blah, blah, blah or whatever. Yeah. And it's because you're there and you pay attention. Yeah. So that's during that. And as I got more walking, as you know, the more active you are, your brain starts to fire a little bit differently. Yeah. Um, and I just started to think about like, I know I'm not the only one that set a resolution that doesn't do it, but I found a way that works for me that is easily, it, it's so simple. It's like, it's easy to teach and help other people like reach their goals. I believe that everyone was born for greatness. It's just so few people actually get there because they don't know how. Right. And, and, and we're not saying that like, you know, everybody who transforms in their life has to go out and like be a coach and make this the focus of your everyday life. But there are smaller ways that you can affect other people around you. Just as simple as like you said, walking, I've been walking around this neighborhood and I'd say we, we'd been here about like a month or two when I started walking around and I met I could tell you about half the people in this little circle right here. And uh, one lady came up to me and was like, hey, we have this uh, ladies book club once a month that I've yet to make it. And I feel horrible, but it's like it just hasn't the dates well, just haven't aligned. But like I was invited to a random book club. My kids are like, oh, old lady whatever whatever i'll go to a book club it's fine but <laughs> you know well, there like, you got to because there's video proof now that's true that's true <laughs> oh but it's, uh neighbors you know like the neighbors across the street a few of them came hey introduced themselves and their kids and everything and like you know i'm just connecting with people and it's it's nice it's uh you know if you're someone who doesn't have a lot of confidence. It is a confidence booster to you when people want to get to know you through something they can relate to. You know, whether it's you're passing someone walking, you see each other every so often. Now you've got a walking buddy. Now you have someone to share accountability, you know, just things like that. Or if you're not a people person, you just have someone to wave with. Hey, I'm I'm not alone out here in, in this life journey trying to maintain a goal. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, there was, there was a couple of times where like, I would just be, you know, leaving the house and random neighbors that lived like a street over or whatever 
were out walking and they they'd see me out in front of my house they would not me they would come over to me and be like hey you know we live we're bob whatever we live over here i'm like yeah i'm todd and the one guy looks at me and he goes yeah you're todd you're the guy that goes walking every day i was like <laughs> yes i am and you, you know it's like you said regardless of if you're a social person not social whatever just for safety reasons it's good to be like yes. have people around that know like hey this is you know this is you you live there this is your mm -hmm. vehicle and be on the lookout you know because human nature i mean we all want to look out for each other right and, right you know it's it's something that's we all some of us take for granted but yeah. you know it's just being social being yeah. a human and and then too you know there's this there's other components you know like we said there's there's the financial component if i am i, I said at one point i said every time i wanted to go to duncan i don't typically eat like the donuts and stuff like that but i get a latte decaf latte because i i i said uh I don't know, maybe five or six years ago, I was like, okay, I'm quitting caffeine and I'm quitting red meat. So I was like, to kind of wean myself off, which I never weaned off. I still drink decaf coffee, but I don't drink, you know, I'm not getting all the caffeine. And uh, I cut out sodas and I, I did notice, um, you know, a, a little bit of a difference in how I felt. Um, but if you're someone like me who, who is very habitual, Go, I was going to the same place every morning. Don't, I mean, I, I was late to appointments before because I needed to go get the, like, you know, I, I had to follow this routine. Um, and I was like, okay, every time I want to go to Duncan, I'm trying to get myself out of it, I need to go to the gym or go on a walk instead. Not only now, I mean, if you're paying for the gym membership, but I was paying for the membership and not using it. So I'm paying for this membership either way. So instead of going and getting the donuts or the coffee or whatever, I'm going, I'm going to go to the gym and said, I'm going to go walking around the neighborhood and said, you're also affecting your financial component because you're saving money to use for something that's more of a necessity. Yeah. And that's, you know, again, it goes to like people's resolutions and, you know, the thing that sets you up for failure right out of the gate, just like saying you want to lose 15 pounds is coming in saying, I want to make 10% more or I want to make 15 grand more this year. You're going to fail yeah. because it's, it's a short sighted thing. And yeah. I guarantee part of what you're promising or what you're saying is your goal is based on a bonus. And yeah, you're like, well, you know, if I, I, if I just get like 1% more here, I'll get it. And at that point it's, it, it almost becomes self-limiting. Like you have, you have put a ceiling over yourself yeah. and not allowing you to actually create wealth. And, you know, I know it's a, I know it's a term that goes around like wealth versus money and stuff like that. Wealth means a lot of things to a lot of different people, Yeah, but everyone, all the people, the richest people in the world and all this, for the most part, they all started out as zero and yeah. they made it work. Yeah. And so it's like you got to start somewhere and doing things like what you're talking about like just taking that and just creating different uh, different ways to yeah. take that ceiling off i mean we you know the biggest 
the biggest obstacle that is between where someone is right now and living their best life, the biggest obstacle in there is themselves. 100%. They're, yep. They feel I'm too comfortable or I'm not going to be able to do it. I don't deserve it. That's way yeah. too much to ask for. It's like if, if you can't get away from those feelings, then I, I say this as nicely as possible. You are going to live an ordinary life. And I know you and I both, like, I don't do ordinary. Like, yeah. I, want, I want extraordinary. Like, I want, and, and it's not the, not even the money. It's the memories that you can create. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, like, with my kids or with my family or with your kids. And it's like, yes, it takes money. But it's not. It's not just to be like, look at the size of the account. It's to be like, we're going to this place, and yeah. I'm, let's go. Or even look what I can do when I put my mind to it. Yeah, you exactly. know, proving proving yourself that you can accomplish these goals. Yep. Um, and I, you know, my 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 intention wasn't to like be obsessive about the wellness wheel, and and but it's it's I just. I can't help it. I it's such a true, honest thing that everything everything in your life, every single component about this wheel impacts every aspect of your life. So every individual aspect in, impacts your health, wellness, and success as a person. And when you limit yourself by just focusing on one thing, not how that one thing can positively affect everything else. You're really limiting yourself on your happiness, your health, and your success. You know. Yeah. Well, and obviously, the that like you said, that wellness wheel. It's like it speaks to you, and there's there's nothing wrong with that. Like yeah. for, for an, anyone that's watching this or that's out there, if something speaks to you, use it. Yeah. <laughs> If, if it gets you to do something different that's going to get you a different result, please use it. It doesn't have to be like some big complicated thing or it can be a, a wellness will. Like I'm huge on quotes. Like I, I, I find I find some of the coolest quotes and some of the most you know, some popular, some God knows what type of type of movies. I can correlate them to. You know, it might not be what he meant, but like when I hear it, like I'll be like, okay, like, and I write it down, and I and I I use it all the time. You know, yeah. Uh, the one that uh, the one I heard re recently was because of the new year, and you know, me getting after people about like stop making these dreams and wishes. It's um, you ever seen suits? Uh -huh. Okay. So yeah. Harvey said, someone asked Harvey one day, said, you know, well, what do you dream about? And he literally said, I don't have dreams. I have goals. Mm. And I'm on to the next one. Yeah. That spoke to me because that's what people do with vision boards, yeah. right? It's like, I'll get all this great stuff when I hit the Powerball or bucket list. <laughs> I'll go all these places. As, as soon as my great uncle dies, it's yeah. like, it's not a plan. It's, it's not, you can get all that same stuff 
put a plan together, make it a goal, not a dream. There's a difference. Well, and vision boards are good for things when you're like decorating or planning a project or something like that, but not for your life goals. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and because everyone puts the same pictures, right? House, big house, white house with a pool, It'd be something like that. Yeah. You know, a Ferrari or whatever, a big yacht. Kind of pet, maybe. Oh, yeah, so maybe. You know, <laughs> Some fluffy the little, little dog. A <laughs> little Gucci thing in the I mean, it's like look, it's I, I don't care what you want. Yeah. Have a plan, a goal for it, not a dream about it. Yeah. So what would you say to someone who came to you were like, I have, I have a resolution as this New Year's resolution. I, you know, I lose blah, blah, blah. And blah, 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 blah. or the, the famous, cause I've done this before two years ago when I smoked, I'm going to quit smoking this year. I really thought one year that I smoked a cigarette for 31st. And when I woke up on the first, it was never going to happen again. <laughs> No therapy involved. No. Yeah. And you know, on January 2nd, I went to the grocery store. On January 1st, by that afternoon, I smoked another cigarette. Like, yeah. you know. Well, it's it, it's breaking it down. And really, it's understanding, helping them understand, like, why it's or, or what is the purpose of this goal? Like, yeah. if, it's, if it's get if it's quitting smoking or um, you know, like losing weight or whatever it is, you know, it's yeah. like, what, what is your purpose? Like, where do you want to get to? And, and why is that important to you? And then, like I've said before, you know, like every good fifth grade elementary English teacher tells us, ask why seven times mm. you got to do that. Like, you know, like you said, people write down, I want to lose 12 pounds because they heard it somewhere or they just picked a number. They picked a a number at random, you know, this is what I used to weigh in high school. And it's like, okay. But you know, once they get that number, it's like, okay, why is it important that you get there? And they'll give some arbitrary reason. Well, I just to weigh less. Is it important that you weigh less? And you start digging into them to find out like, what is their, why is it truly important? Is it important? Because they're keeping up with the Joneses. Do you care what the Joneses do? Let's start separating this. And it's really, you know, that's, that's the thing that, uh, that gets missed a lot with resolutions and stuff like that. There's work that goes into it prior to you ever taking any action. You know, you should, if, if you're, you're serious about it and it's a high enough priority for you. You're driven by some random date on a calendar. You know, that's the other thing. It's like, who says that July 15th can't be the first day that you start something new? Nobody. So sorry. Yeah. yeah. Let's just pick that January 1st date. If you're like, I'm going to get through the holidays and then I'm going to, I'm, I'm serious this year. And the work you're going to do needs to start on December 1st. Yes, everything figured out, get everything in line. Yes. Get your plan together, find your inspiration, discover what has worked and what hasn't worked in the past and how it's going to look and 
all this stuff so that when that clock turns, not just sitting down like, I'm going to lose 12 pounds because that's what I weighed in high school. You're like, here's my plan. Go. And then yeah. you just working. Guess what? You going to work on January, let's say January 2nd, win, celebrate it. Yeah. I actually, one of the reasons that I didn't, of the reasons I didn't set a number goal. First of all, I'm six foot tall. Okay. So for me to say, oh, I want to be 150 pounds. Well, I don't want to be that skinny. I don't. Um, I, I, I like having the curves that I have. I don't, I, you know, and so to, for me to say, okay, well, I want to be the same weight as someone a foot shorter than me or, you know, like, I, anyway. <laughs> just, um, there's a different look to it. Like, yeah. <laughs> right, right. It's like, like if you're six feet tall and that thin. It's like, ooh, I wonder what's wrong. Is she okay? Exactly, exactly. And I, I like, like, I genuinely enjoy exercising. I enjoy working out. I enjoy building muscle. And I, there was a one time. Uh, I want to say, maybe about sixteen, fifteen, sixteen years ago, that I was like going hard in the gym, and I had a weight goal of like. 115 which is stupid <laughs> but this was before i really even understood fitness i just knew oh i want to be fit i'm going to go to the gym let me get down to this number that was probably the last last time that my goal was a number um, because then i learned at my peak fitness at in my early 20s i was 196 six foot tall 196 i have hips i've had children you know and that was that was like my optimum health for me. Um, and so, but to say even 196 now, which isn't far off, really, I would only have to lose about 25 pounds. So it, it's attainable, but that 196 was a lot of muscle, you know? Um, so that 196 now may look a little different. That 196 now could be a little bit thinner and less mm -hmm. muscle, you know, it, it's just, so that's the, the main reason that I don't have a number goal is because not everybody's number looks the same. Oh. I, I want, it's about, it's about my, my health and my wellness. <clears throat> it's not about a certain muscle percentage. It's not about a certain weight, you know, it, it's about my actual goal, which is my optimum health. Yeah. yeah I don't need something that I paid for the battery in to tell me, you're not there yet. I don't care. Like, I don't, I don't care. It's like, it's, it's like similar to you. It's like, I just know that like I wake up and like, if, if I'm going for a walk or I'm doing a workout or whatever, it's like, by the time I'm done, like, I feel great. It's like, I've got energy and I'm ready for the day. And it, it for me personally, now this is my habit, right? It's usually what I do first, right? And that's my habit. People, it's going to be the end of the day. Some people, it's going to be a midday walk. It doesn't matter. Whatever works for you, do it consistently. Yes, yes. And it, and it don't cater your numbers to match other people's numbers, um, even financially. 
your numbers don't have to be, a, a, you know, specific. They don't have to match other people. I want to make as much as this person. I want to, I have a, a friend and she's actually, I think the episode before this one or an episode or two before this episode, but she's also talking about, she's talking about financial loss. And uh, she said to me, self a zero, uh, a a zero baseline for your bank account. Um, make your zero $50, $500, $100, whatever the case may be. So when you see that number, that's your zero. And you can't drop, can't spend another penny. Um, my number may be different than hers or yours or even my husband's. You know, so try to compete and match yourself with other people that's another thing that I also say do not do because you will set yourself up for failure. <laughs> well, and, and, and a huge element is of that is like, what are you actually comparing it to? Like yes. social media, a lot of that's like people just puffing their chest out in front of rented cars. Yes. Um, you know, is it your neighbors? Okay. Well, what do you know about your neighbors? Like backstory. Like, are they literally like living a rich man's paycheck to paycheck life? Yes. So, so live your life. What makes you comfortable? Mm-hmm. You know, what makes you happy? What gives you the freedom to create memories for yourself? Because that number is going to be different, and those memories are going to be different. Yeah. You know, some yeah. people are like, you know, I want to go to Chile and go fly fishing for world record rainbow trout. Okay, mm-hmm. sweet. Other people are like, I just, I want to go to Seattle. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't, I don't like, I, yeah. I, I don't care, whatever it is, yeah. as long as you're focused and you're, and you have the clarity, the, the, the two biggest things that I'll say, it's, this, it's the easiest thing to talk about. And it's the easiest tip that I can give people is like whatever you're doing with your goals and with your plan to get from where you are to where you want to be, you need to be very clear about what you're, where you're wanting to go Mm -hmm. and your plan to get there should be simple. Make it match your realistic attainable expectations. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't sit down and be like, I'm going to spend two hours at the gym. And it's like, and you haven't spent two hours in a month. You know, I don't want to be in the gym for two hours. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, what can you, what will you, what will you commit to that you can do consistently and repetitively? Yeah. 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 You're not going to get tired of in two days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. What's going to actually get you to the point to where you're like, I can do this. Like I've committed to this thing out lower than where I want to, but I'm going to get to where I want to because what you'll find is then all of a sudden you're going to start doing more than you thought. Yeah. All of a sudden yeah. The, the sky is going to open up a little bit and it's like, Oh God, like I, that goal was way too high when I started. It's way too low. And my bar yeah. changed. And that's the biggest thing. It's like, I love helping people change the trajectory of their life, you know, yeah. from yeah. This yeah to start making progress. And then sometimes people just explode. 
you know, the, they'll call me and be like, uh, I didn't realize this, but I got this and I got this and I got this and I got this. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> are you clear on where you're going? Is it simple? And they're like, I wrote that above my desk. I'm like, good. <laughs> <laughs> because it, it's so true. You know, it's like, we've all seen them, you know? Yeah. Eight, 27 steps to set your set and get your resolutions. 27. Like, I'm going to get through two and be like, this is boring. The, yeah. work, the work should not be on the, the the plan and, like, what step you're on. Be on the work. Yes. That, that you're making. Like, the plan should be simple. Mine has five steps. That's it. Let, now, let everybody know where they can find you. Yeah, I appreciate it. Um, easiest way is just go to the website. It's uh, www.project9life.com. It's a little get, it's live and active. It's getting a little bit of rework. So if you go in today and then you go in next week, it might look a little different, but same functionality. But there's a lot of cool stuff on there. Also highlighted a lot of, uh, you know, you'll see, you'll see in the coming weeks, a lot of the articles and stuff that I've been able to actually get published and everything in some different uh, capacities. So um, some interesting reads, but yeah, look forward to speaking with you and thank you so much for having me on again. Check us out on Facebook at Philology, on Instagram, Philology LLC, www.philology.net, and on YouTube at Rhea, R-E-A-H, Hayes, H-A-G-U-E-S.